Hello, everyone. My name is Ugar Karaja. Welcome to Basket News Talks, uh, another episode. And we are here with John Holland, Andrew Andrews uh, from Root Extra Bursa Sport. Welcome. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Obviously, we, we've had a, a pretty good season, so I'm, I'm straight. You're about to play a very big game uh, in the Euro Cup final uh, on Wednesday against uh, Virtus Bologna. Maybe the most important game of your career? Yeah, probably. Okay, Bologna. This team with um, a lot of stars and Euroleague uh, caliber. Your team and you as well played a tremendous game back in Bologna, uh, but didn't get to win. I look at Bologna the same way I've looked at every team coming in. And when I say that, it's not to shorthand Bologna or compare them to other teams. It's just more so the mindset that I have with every team. I respect every team. I respect everybody's players. So for Bologna, I know they're star-studded with a whole bunch of talent. Um, and that's how I see every other team that we played. I think Shedavita was had a whole bunch of talent. I think Partizan had a whole bunch of talent. I think Andorra had a whole bunch of talent. Maybe if it's even unknown names, in my mind, I still look at everybody as like, they're capable of doing a lot. Um, Don't you talk like between yourselves in, in the dressing room, like, okay, they, these guys, they have Teodosic, they have Shengelia, they have Hackett, they have Kyle Williams, and so many other guys, no? <laughs> I mean, for, I don't think it really matters to us who they got, to be honest. Uh, we know we're a good team. Like, all those, all those people, they, they uh, it's it's good, great great names, great players, but, you know, we're, we're a great team too, so all, all that doesn't really matter. We know Tia Dosage. We know, actually, I was with Bellinelli in the Hornets, so I know what he can do. I know uh, Kyle Weems, what he can do. The list goes on, Jaite, there's Shingela and um, Hackett. So it just kind of makes you just a little bit more excited um, to go out and compete. I don't know how the game is going to play out. I like my team versus anybody in the world. I think that's the chemistry that we have built. And again, there's no pressure. We're just out there playing basketball and trying to compete as hard as we can. John Holland, the story for you is a little bit weird and strange because all of a sudden last year you you played against Virtus a, a game to win uh, in in Bologna and in in the semifinal. So in one year circle you found yourself in the very same place. What are your thoughts? Yeah, obviously. I mean, I feel like I just did this like last year, but uh, it's a tough place to play. Been trying to take this step to go to the Euro League for a. I think a few years now. Andrew Andrews, uh, did you have um, a preferred team for the final? Preplovich out for Valencia. I thought Valencia would be a better game just because we just beat them. And we already had, uh, like, we if we do this, we already had a strategy to kind of win. Um, I like, I, I wanted to play Virtus because of the roster that they built. And I felt like with the year that we've been having, um, it could just cap it off by beating this type of team, this caliber team. And um, and it's not going to be an easy road with either teams that we were going to face. Valencia had an amazing year. Virtus had an amazing year. So I just think we, me personally and the team, didn't really matter who we were going to play, but we knew that the championship or the final game was going to be uh, an amazing game, an amazing atmosphere, um, an amazing experience. Honestly, I don't even think it's about them. For us, it's about us. You know, that that team on the other side of the 
of the jersey is always going to change. But the only constant really is is us. Like, you know, you're going to have Partizan, you're going to have Setavita, and Dora. It don't matter. It's us, really. Obviously, like I was, like I say, like, you know, got game plans and everything, but shit, that, like, it don't matter. <laughs> like, uh, well, what really matters is how we play. It's, it's a, it's a game against yourself. You're only really playing yourself. Andrew, that Andorra trip, I heard that it was very laborious. Yeah, the trip to Andorra was probably like, we thought the Grand Canary trip was bad until we had to go to Andorra. So we had a, a three hour or like two, two hour and a half bus ride from Bursa to Istanbul airport. Then from there, a four hour flight to Barcelona, then another three hour to drive to Andorra. Like usually like Spanish teams, like you kind of talk to them or saying how's Andorra and they always talk about the travel. So we got to experience it firsthand just because it's not an easy ride as well. Like Andorra's in the mountains. So everything is just through the mountains, whole lot of curves, twists and turns. Incredible experience to have, but a tough travel day for sure. Uh, what were the thoughts that passing through your mind uh, in the first first half in the, in the game? Because they got a run. And they got a mm -hmm. double-digit, um, I think, deficit. Though we beat Partizan and Shedavita, we never beat Grand Canary or Badushinos in our group. They beat them both. From the past teams that we played, everyone will look on the outside saying that we should beat Andorra, but they've beat two teams that we haven't beat. We we were trying to figure out, okay, well, my original thoughts was just to stay calm and composed. I think just this course of the year, We've been in this position before where teams have jumped out big or we even gotten up big. Either we have come back or they have come back. And um, just over the like years of me playing basketball, I kind of know like the dynamic of how most games go, like especially for like Andorra, they've been on the road the last couple games for Euro Cup. They get to do the final four at home. So we kind of knew that first punch from them was going to be a lot. Um, so I just was trying to think like ways to settle the game. Um, and I knew we were going to make our run. So just not trying to get too, uh, too nervous about the run that they made. We, well, I knew they were a good team coming in, um, expected them to come out with a lot of energy. They also made a lot of shots, um, which helps. We didn't make a lot of our first couple shots that we took. John Holland. Uh, you know, I, I feel as though, uh, at the level of, at that level of basketball, we're not really playing Andorra. We're just playing ourselves and the level of basketball that we play. So I feel like if we continue to just play, uh, our level will show no matter who we play against. So, like, um, I think that's just what we did. I think we continue to just play our game and play at a certain level. And eventually we were able to break through. But, you know, that was a tough game. And you saw our character again things wouldn't go our way or something doesn't go our way. We, you know, we stick with it no matter what. And that's just, that's just, I think our, our nature. And I think that's something that coach instills and just. So, yeah, just to kind of settle in, I think our experience throughout the year, just in Turkish league and a few Euro cup games kind of prepared us. If a team goes up, we know we have the ability to fight back. I think kind of the same thing happened for us at Borg at home where they were up majority of the game or went up big. And then we fought our way back. Same with Valencia. Honestly, same with Partizan. I mean, we control most of that game, but there's a stretch in the fourth quarter with, I don't know, 30 seconds left, we were down five. We're kind of used to staying composed and um, trying to fight our way back. That's playing games away. 
away from your fans, away from your home after and after uh, motivate you even better? Um, I've, I've been hearing a lot of like criticism on us not playing at home a little bit, like because of the format and we've won all these games on the road. Um, the traveling part of being on the road is a lot, but I think the club did an amazing job. We've been going a few days earlier so we can kind of practice in the gym, kind of get accustomed to uh, to being on the road. And I think now at, at this point, we've played so many games on the road that we kind of know what it takes, um, what we have to do to give ourselves a shot. Whether we're successful or not in that, we can't tell before, but we know the formula to to giving ourselves a chance to be in good position to win. I think so. I think we're a close team. You know, I think everybody gets along and I think we're like, it's, it's like a family almost. And uh, it's, it's, it's special, it's special. And it's something that, you know, I think, honestly, I, I love playing on the road because, you know, it's like us against the world. Yeah, we know yeah. everybody in the gym or practically doesn't want, want us to, to win. We had to ruin everybody's, you know, time and it's it's kind of fun it's fun being the underdog it's fun being the, the villain a little bit so i think that's that's part of something that like you know i enjoy personally in this team everyone has a very particular story and andrew andrews i would like to ask you about the beginning of the season because you were actually going to play for Tuk telecom and you end up with bursa what did happen there How do you feel? I mean, things could have gone very differently because Turk Telecom is now not in the playoffs. And my grandma had a stroke. She uh, was given three to five days to live. It was at the time of preseason. Um, my grandma and my mom raised me. Um, so with that, it was just preseason. So I asked them if I could take a leave of absence for maybe one or two weeks so I could at least be there. Um, before my grandma passed. Um, they declined my request, told me preseason was a little bit more important. And um, so I took the choice to leave the team and, and go be with my grandma. Hindsight's always 2020. I understand the business of basketball. I'm not upset with Turk Telecom. They were doing what's best for them. And I had to do what's best for me. And um, I ended up in a really good situation. Um, who knows, like, I would like to say if I stayed at Turk Telecom, we would be in the same position. I think that's the type of player that I am, but, um, who knows? I'm grateful that, um, I was able to come to Bursa and that we're having a great year. John Holland, about last season at the beginning of the, this season, because Unix, you know, made it obviously to the EuroLeague and, uh, you, you gave a heroic, um, contribution, I believe. Uh, but I was really surprised that you didn't continue with, with Onyx in the beginning of the season and you left without a contract for, for a long time. How on earth a player like you? Yeah. You know, that's just the situation sometimes in basketball. You know, you, sometimes you just uh, don't don't find the right fit. A lot of stuff happens, you know, it's also business. So there's a lot of factors. So you, you don't want to rush into something. And also I had some personal stuff that I, I had to take care of. So... I thought, you know, working out in the end, but <laughs> when I signed back, obviously uh, there was a war and then uh, some things happened. So I had to kind of leave. But, you know, it was, it's been a crazy journey. You, do, you didn't play basketball for like maybe three months. You went fishing or you went to the mountains? I'm a professional. I just played. I just worked out, enjoyed home, being around my family, my friends. I went back to New York from the Bronx. So 
I was just in the Bronx, just chilling. <laughs> How did you end up with the decision to, to join Bursa? And to be honest, I really had no idea about Bursa. I knew they were in a good position. I knew that they had a possibility to make the Euro Cup playoffs. And, and when I got here, you know, I saw the team and I saw how good everybody was. And I'm just glad. I was grateful that I could be a part of it because uh, obviously they already had some great chemistry to put my little little piece piece of the puzzle. And uh, I was just able to add to it. John, you actually turned the fates of, of the team because this team was good. But when you when you joined them, it, it made them complete. So uh, let's make that clear. And it's very clear. Um, I mean, I, I'm glad I can help. Uh, I think that's just guys that want to win, guys that, that go about it the right way. And so it's easy, it was easy to come in. This is not my first time playing in Turkey, though. So I played against Carlos the first time I was in Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He was at Galatasaray. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't speak to him this time around, but there's really not much to speak about because we uh, we already uh, spoke. We talked back then. And, you know, uh, I know I know about Turkey. So, And when I was there, he was a legend already yeah. out here. So, Andrew, you were teammates with Nigel Williams-Goss. Yeah, for um, sure. So, also from Portland. Sorry, we're also from the same hometown. Aha, uh -huh, okay. So you know each other from even there. Yeah, we played together growing up. All right. Um, do you talk with him uh, before the final four because he's going to play the final four, obviously. So I talked to Nigel maybe about two weeks ago. I haven't talked to him yet about the final four, but I know obviously like they're doing big things at Real Madrid, um, and I'm excited for him. I'm happy for him. This is your career, right? You had a lot of um, 20 plus uh, points and also five plus assists per game. It, it's kind of weird because this season has been mixed up into two completely different halves. The first half of the season, although in Turkish League, I've kind of played consistently well through the whole Turkish League, but Euro Cup specifically, uh, first half, I went from four point, like five points to second half, almost 24 points a game. But it's hard to to rank this year because, like, I've been at Bucekmeje where I led Turkish League in scoring. Then at Dashefika where averaged 18 in Champions League and shot like 60% from three, but we didn't advance. Also taking Dashka to the playoffs. I put this uh, Bursa year high up there, one, because of my grandma passing, also because of the way that I responded to uh, – Just everything that I kind of went through during the year from the first half of the season to the second half of the season. And all happened after um, Alaric Freeman went to, to Ceska. Did you feel a little bit behind the shadows when he was he was there playing and then you found some, some gap to express yourself? I'll say this. One, Al is one of my really good friends. So I didn't feel behind the shadows. But I also joined the team late. You know, I think because originally I was at Turk Telecom once my grandma passed. I was back in the States for maybe a month and a half, almost two months. So I joined Bursa basically right before the Besitash game. So they had already played one or two regular season games. So I was behind, kind of behind the curve. The team had its roles. So my job as a professional, I just wanted to come in and try and fit whatever the team needed. At that time, I was already the leading scorer. He had already kind of uh, established his place in the ranking of the team. And I was just coming in there to try and help the team win. And I think that's um, 
all I've ever kind of been about is doing whatever the team needs. So I took on the role of like trying to be one of the better defenders on the team, being the guy to get the ball moving and swinging the ball because we already had a guy averaging 20 points a game. So I wanted to come in and uh, really just show that I'm, I'm a team player and I can play within a role. Coach knew what I was capable of and he's seen it in practice as well. I wanted to step up to the challenge. Okay, which game um, is your favorite? The 37-point game against Virtus that you lost? Um, or there's the Partizan game, which you absolutely uh, hear of old uh, towards the end, 10 assists at 24 points, uh, and you won in that game very miraculously, very, like, famously. Probably Partizan and Valencia close second, beating Valencia at home, which was big. But I'll, I'll probably go with the Partizan just because the atmosphere was wild. It was Coach Obranovich, um, just the storyline of the, of the Partizan game. And that was, to me, my chance to show not only the fans there, but every European club in the world um, what I'm capable of doing and the type of player that I am. Not only was did I show what I can do scoring the ball, I showed that I'm a really good passer. I can make every read on the floor. Um, I can rebound when needed. Um, and also I showed that I'm capable defensively to guard the best player and still have the output that I did. So I think as far as putting together a complete game on one of the biggest stages in Europe that um, I can check that off my list. What did you talk in the in the last timeout of that partisan game before the John Holland shot um, sent it to the overtime? Because everybody was expecting you to take the ball and including the partisan guys, but it was John. Yeah. You can see right before the timeout, I kind of looked towards the bench and I called the play. I'm not going to give the call because we still got some games to play. I don't know when this is going to come out, but I go tell coach to kind of run this play because we haven't ran it too much or the time we did run it, we didn't run it all the way through. And that play has multiple options to the play. So it's not just, you can't just single in on one person. With that play, with, with John, John's one of the best shooters that I've seen. Coach knew that and he was gonna come off and be that first option if nothing was there. You can kind of see in the clip, I was coming off next. Just understanding basketball, understanding our team dynamic. In order to be the hero, not all the time you have to be the guy. The virtuous game, like I had 37 points, doesn't get talked about because we lose. So yes. I think it's kind of just understanding just like basketball, everyone kind of has to flourish. At certain points, there's going to be moments that's yours. There's going to be moments that belong to somebody else. And that's the beauty of a team. John. Coach said, come off, come off the screen and shoot it. I, I felt like, you know, he had confidence in me to take the shot and my teammates had confidence in me. and. It was just one of those things where, uh, you know, I, I believe in myself always and, and I believe in my teammates and everybody. And, and I think, you know, it's just a situation where I have full confidence in, in myself to to make the shot. You like the big shots, right? Can we can we call you the big shot, John? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I can make these shots. So <laughs> I, I have a problem because I feel like I can make every shot I take. I don't know if it's big shot, John. I think uh, we just have a good team that that trusts people to make the right plays, and we can go down the line of, yeah. of great players on this team. On Rap, uh, you know, obviously he's so young; he's probably the best player in Turkey right now, a Turkish player, I think. Uh, 
And then you obviously Dave come like comes and just does an amazing job every day and, and just is so solid and, and very, I think, underappreciated for everything that he really brings to the to the team. Um Kavarius, obviously, you know, the way he plays it is uh you know important for us. He's like he's vital and obviously Derek. And, you know, everybody, Metten, like everybody, Omar, Omer, like everybody plays a plays a part. Even people that you don't see play play a play a huge part in in uh, in in our team. And I think we're really together. And um, I think it's a special group, a real special group. And I think we, we we're showing like just how good we really are. It's not, it's not just, it's just not just me, it's us. Like we play, we play a good type of basketball where anybody can really beat you. And uh, I think that's part of the, the secret for us. Uh, we have so many weapons and we, we use them, you know, every, every game, every game, you really just don't know uh, who, who can, who can beat you. So, all the weapons that we do have and all the ways that we can beat you. Which part did you have more satisfaction? You know, shooting that shot or defending Kevin Panther in the, in the defense back because they had one shot? Oh man, like I really, I really enjoyed uh, defending Kevin because he's, you know, he's from, he's from around my neighborhood. You know, he's from New York, he's from the Bronx. So that was, that was fun. But I gotta be honest, it was, it was really fun hitting the shot and like silencing like, 19,000 people. That was that was pretty that was pretty cool. About that John Holland pitbull uh, <laughs> antics. Did you talk about that in the in the dressing room or where did it come from? Honestly, after the partisan game, I had doping tests. So I missed the whole celebration. I missed everything. I didn't find out what happened or anything about it until I was on the bus and I'm like, what is everybody talking about? So then they showed me the interview and I, I I just really just started laughing um, because that's who John is. I uh, yeah. So like actually, I was listening to a a DMX song like a little bit a little while before the game I think, and there was uh you know a little interlude talking about you know dogs and, and pit bulls and all this other stuff, and I guess that was just stuck in my head. And, and you know I'm an emotional guy, so like when I asked me for the interview, I just It was just still in my head, and that's how I was feeling. And obviously, we were up big, and I felt like we were playing good. And I'm playing. I felt like we are dogs. We were playing like you know dogs, and we were we were getting after it. And that's just how I felt, and that's how I still feel. You know, I think we we play hard. You know, like we're we're the type of team that's gonna play hard. We're gonna play together. We're gonna play the right way, and and you know, we're going to be dogs out there. And uh, this is how I felt. That's how I felt about us. You know, I felt like we were dogs. Like we, we came out there and we, we came out hungry. I, I just really just started laughing um, because that's who John is. John has brought so much charisma, personality, um, excitement and spirit and just energy to the team that um, that interview doesn't surprise me one bit that he did it. Andrew Andrews, maybe you can define him with some words. Oh man, he's just he's just a leader, you know. I, I think, you know, if you see us play, like I feel like he's one of the leaders on the court. Uh he uh obviously is an amazing, great player. I think he, you know, he's one of our best players and he's uh 
he has basketball IQ, you know, he just knows the game. And uh, I think he brings so much for us on both ends of the court. If you, if you see him, he really knows how to play basketball and he plays hard on, on both, both sides of the ball. He could shoot, he could pass, he could dribble, he could score, you know, he could do it all, you know? And, uh, and that's, that's what I think makes him really special. One of the best players in Euro cup for this season. Did you know before coming here that the Bursa Sports actual, um, let's say, symbol was crocodile and alligator, maybe? I would love to see um, you taking the title in Bologna and make it crocodile dance. Do you know what a cro crocodile dance is? No. No, you don't know. Okay, I will send you a video. It's a very traditional thing in Bursa <laughs> sports, sports culture. You will, see, you will see yourself. It's a very cool thing. It's going to be really trendy. You won't believe it and you will like it. Um, but one more question. The coach, because Dusan Anupiewicz made a great job, I, I believe. What does he make better than maybe maybe the other? Oh, that's, the, that's a young, that's a young legend in the making. I mean, he's uh he has a lot, he has a lot that uh he does, and like he's a he's a great coach. He's a great coach. He could he can manage players, he can manage people, and I think uh He's just going to get even better. Obviously, he's only what thirty six. You know, he's young. He's young, and uh, I think you see you see how much he can achieve. And uh, you know, he's amazing. In all honesty, he just allowed me to believe to be myself. Once Alaric left, uh, even kind of beforehand, we had a we had a few different meetings where he would just tell me like, "I know the player you are. I've seen who you are." Um, I believe in who you are, and he challenged me um, to be that guy um, and to show Europe who I am. So I think for me, the best thing he did was trust me and allow me to be um, the player I'm capable of being, which in, in Europe sometimes is, um, is not seen, especially at clubs trying to accomplish things. Like usually like with a coach like him who has um, offensive philosophies and has a certain strategy, it usually comes with um, entitlement and ego. He's been completely egoless in this process. Um, and in turn, he turned not only me, but just our entire team into being less ego-driven players and more of a team, which is why I think um, – we've seen the shift in the year that we've seen because everyone kind of dropped their ego and um, was doing what's best for the team. The fans, you, you've been here, as you said, in Besiktas, so Besiktas also obviously have great fans, but um, asking a tough question, um, Bursa fans or Besiktas fans? And <laughs> nah, I mean, honestly, since I, since I got here, these Bursa fans have been amazing. So, um, you know, I, I've never really, you know, seen anything like this, the way they, they supported us and supported the team and the way they, you know, they, they waiting for us after the games in the airport, you know, they, they really show a lot, a lot of support for us. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful. I'm thankful, thankful to them. You know, they, they give us a lot, you know, especially at home, I, I, you know, you see the games, are full and like everybody's chanting, cheering, and they they supporting us through whatever. So like, I gotta say, Bursa fans are, are probably probably 
Probably the best in Turkey, yeah, I've seen. Um, I would like to ask you about an urban legend. Uh, it's been rumored that your AirPods been stolen and um, your cap has been stolen and uh, you refuse <laughs> to go to the game <laughs> because of that. <laughs> I refuse to go to the game? Yeah. Nah, <laughs> nah, not at all. I, I don't refuse to go to the game at all by any means. But uh, yeah, after the Andorra game, uh, well, really throughout the course of the year, a lot of fans just been asking for my stuff. I actually gave one fan like a hat that I had, the hat that was stolen from me. This time was a hat that uh that I made. I have my own clothing line. So it was the very first hat that I made. So I haven't been giving this hat away just because it was something that I made, the first thing that I made. Um, I very when we very first get off the bus, I have my earpods in because I'm talking to my daughter. And someone tries to snatch my hat thin. So I look, I'm able to grab the hat, but then as I keep walking through, everyone's kind of like touching and pulling at me. Someone tried to grab my my necklace that I had on. Then somebody took my 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 earphone out, and then I couldn't. It was the you you saw it. There's so many people, so I couldn't find out who took uh, the AirPod. So we go into uh, the assembly, kind of greet the fans, everything. We take pictures. Um, and then on my way out, I'm going to the car and there's still kind of like a mob of people around me. And um, someone just from behind me comes and snatches my hat off. I turn around and we actually find him, but I think he ended up throwing the hat. And then someone else took my other AirPod when that happened. But um, yeah, I don't know what to say about that, but I'm not refusing to go to the game or anything like that. So, so here in Basket News Talks, we had um, John Holland um, from Fruit DX versus 4. He's about to play in the Euro Cup final against Virtus Bologna. Thanks for joining us. Um, it was very nice to talk with you. So good luck you, John, and the entire team. Andrew, uh, I would like to thank you uh, for giving your precious time in this um, very packed schedule. And uh, obviously before a very, very big game. Uh, and because of your kind and sincere answers uh, to me, I'm very happy uh, that uh, you just accepted our invitation to our show. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, so no I hope everything goes well and I hope uh, you will you will continue to um, finish that fairytale story with, with a title which is unprecedented. Uh, not only for the for the Euro Cup, but also in Turkish basketball, I think it's uh, maybe the best underdog, if I may, story of all times. And you will be the uh, main main guys uh, for that story. So so thank you and uh, good luck. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me.